Dr. Jane is back. If you missed her on a mental health break and writing with authors, you have a chance to learn her journey today. But this time on the entrepreneurial journey she has been on, she has accomplished a lot and is ready to give back through her story. Because according to Jane, even though your friends and family see you as an incredible person, you just can't see it for yourself. You question yourself at every turn, especially when it comes to trying something new and that paralyzing self-doubt stops you in your tracks. You feel stuck between where you are now and who you want to become, not realizing that those two realities can be one and the same. The good news is that lasting change is possible and you can learn how to accept yourself as you are rather than you think you should be. This week's guest is going to show you how. As I mentioned, Jane Tornator is in an elite club when it comes to my podcasting. She's been on my big three shows, stopping by here, a mental health break, and writing with authors. Be sure to scroll down in the episode description to catch up on all things Jane. But now, Dr. Jane is here to share her entrepreneurial journey. And at the halfway point for the spotlight story, as we have a licensed marriage therapist on the show today, I thought it would be great to dive into an article titled Six Ways Entrepreneur Couples Can Balance Love, Work, and then we'll get Jane's take on it. I think it's going to be a great discussion. But first, Jane, why did you become an entrepreneur? Share that story. I kind of almost backed into being an entrepreneur. My personality is, well, at least it used to be the kind who I liked security, I like safety, I like doing the work and then having somebody else make sure the money was coming in. Mm -hmm. And then that made me, I, I did what I did and I was good. Right. But right. honestly, after a while, I used to do work on research studies. But I remember I was working on one and I loved it. Like I was a statistician. I, I loved doing project management and doing all that stuff. But I wouldn't wake up in the morning going, I am so excited to get on the computer and run statistical analyses today. Yeah. Like I just, I while I enjoyed it, it didn't give my life a whole lot of purpose. So I trained to be a marriage and family therapist, but I didn't do it because once again, I didn't want to be responsible for bringing in the money. I like the security. But for me, at some point, being alive or feeling alive and feeling like I was contributing was more important to me than being safe with the money. So I just went for it. This segment is sponsored by Bedrock Business Builders, a small business startup specialist. Start, build, manage. Some purpose-driven work. I'm right there with you. I have a little different background from finance, corporate world to this and two opposite ends, but I'm much happier even day to day. I'm doing something I love and I'm also giving back in the process. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's a win-win. <laughs> it certainly is a win-win. And for everyone listening on... Welcome back to That Entrepreneur Show. Vincent A. Lancey here. I'm excited to keep this show going as we were just about almost there at three years of weekly shows. Thank you for being loyal listeners through and through. And today, Jane is going to bring a testimonial to the table that will add to the great work and given here by all the entrepreneurs before her. She has so much to offer. As I mentioned, I've had a chance to connect with her on a few occasions, learned a lot about her journey. But this time, I'm really going to get to dive in to her business side of things. Jane, let's kick it off here. If you could recommend any app, tool, book, workshop, anything to our community of entrepreneurs to help them grow and succeed, what can you offer? Yes, I would offer, and I have a show and tell here, the book Train Your Brain by Dana Wild. 
It is so fabulous. One of the things she, she's all about mindset. Like we work really hard, we do all this stuff and we get all these messages on what we should do to be successful. And so if you're like me, you're like a rabbit chasing, or not a rabbit, a squirrel chasing the different things. And I, okay, I'll try this. Oh no, I gotta, I'll try this. And she says, okay, doing that stuff is, is fine. But first, work on your own mindset. So if you feel good doing the work you're doing, which I think is why purpose-driven work feels so much better than just doing the work to, to do the work and bring in the money. When we feel good about what we're doing, we're naturally more successful, right? We, we, we put more energy into what we're doing. We, uh, we just feel better while we're doing it. And then when I do stuff that brings me joy, it's weird. It's like, I naturally attract more clients. Like I just went on a two week vacation. First time I've allowed myself a two week vacation since I've been on an entrepreneur. Cause I'm like, no, I gotta, I gotta take a week off and then work a lot extra to make up. Right. But I'm like, I want two weeks. It's weird. I got so many calls for new clients during and right after I got back. I'm like, this is fascinating. And what's really interesting is even though I, I took three weeks off, because I also did a, a professional workshop um, this last quarter, I have more money now than before I took the three weeks off, which is just kind of amazing to me. But this happens again and again when I take care of myself, when I feel good about what I'm doing, including resting, more comes to me. I love that resting, taking care of yourself. These are all things that help entrepreneurs in the sense where we talk mental health, entrepreneurship in my case. Vince, what do you do? There is no entrepreneurship without mental health. And I'm sure right. you can agree with that. Your practice, you're doing great things here, helping others become their best selves. It's something you even touched on before, that hustle culture, those extra long work days in the beginning of my entrepreneurial career. That's really what it was yeah. until I learned what breaking down my body is unintentionally and wearing myself down too much, giving time for breaks throughout a mental health day each week where I do something I truly enjoy. All of this and more you can catch up on with us on her a Mental Health Break episode. But right now, we're going to talk more about her current business. Jane, tell everybody what you have going on. I am a therapist and a coach and an author. And I'm just trying to, I wrote one book and I'm just I'm starting the process of thinking of my next book. It's Love not it. my happy place to be a writer, but it feels so important to get the message out there to more people. Um, so yeah, that's 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 what I do now. Where are you streaming in from today, Jane? Seattle. Seattle. West Coast. Yep. Are and you it's sunny today, which is a miracle? Really, <laughs> it is not sunny here as we're recording this. We're finishing up the year of recordings. Today, we are in a hurricane. I don't know the name of this one, but it is not as big as Ian. This is supposed to be our last hurricane. I was FaceTiming with a friend in, uh, he is now in, I think, I want to say Boynton Beach is where he lives in Florida. And he showed me his outside window and the whole parking lot's already flooded, inches of rain. Here in Tampa, we haven't got that far yet. Just as you can see behind me, probably the yeah. winds, uh, the winds going crazy. Just got to hope for the best here. But back to business talk. Jane, yeah. do you take any remote clients? Do you take only in Seattle? Who's your best client? I take remote clients. Um, right. I actually have clients all over the world at this point, which is very exciting. And it's one of awesome. the reasons It's one of the reasons I wanted to move to a coach. Because as a therapist, you can only see people in the state 
you're living in, right? Right. So I want to expand my message and there are amazing people all over the world. And I work with perfectionists, like high achieving perfectionists who still, it feels like it's never enough. And so, yeah, all over. I love it. Keep growing entrepreneurs out there. You never know how your business is going to expand, unfold. As you heard her say, we went therapy to coaching to writing and we don't even know what's next. I can't wait right. to be kept in the loop. We'll have to bring her back on the show to update everyone what's going on. But before we dive into this week's spotlight story, Jane, to help everyone out tuning in today, what are two of the most challenging parts of being on your own? Stopping for the day. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons I didn't go into academia after being a grad student is because I realized they are entrepreneurs in their own way in that they they work constantly. They leave the office and then they go home and they work. They work weekends. They're always doing, they're always, always, always working. And I thought, I don't want to do that. And then I became an entrepreneur and I was like, oh, I could do that even without academia. <laughs> so for me, it's really helpful to have an kind of an opening and a closing ritual. Just something I do to say, you are starting your work day to get my mindset into the work day. And then you are done with the work day, right? When I have an office, it's great. I leave the office and it's easier mindset wise to leave my work. Now that I'm working from home, I could work all the time. So, but I still, I brought the ritual home and I light a candle. And then at the end of the day, I blow out the candle. And that for me is, it is now time to leave this and rest your brain because what we what we now know more with brain science is when we rest our brain, when we have idle time, mm-hmm. not scrolling time, not searching Google time, but idle time, our brain refreshes the chemicals mm-hmm. that help us think and be creative. So idle time is really important because as entrepreneurs, we're frequently doing things differently. Like we're more out of the box, right? And that idle time, the time to ponder, some even call it like bored time, help help our brain love that. have the have the resources to think outside of the box i love that i just have this in the uh, notes here for when it goes live idle time resetting your brain i'm huge on that intentional screen breaks intentional yeah. just technology breaks something I, we could i could always improve on but i am mindful of it to get a few in per day i used to have one of my morning routines extend to timers on my phone 55 minutes, five minutes off the screen, 50 minutes. And then now my day has kind of evolved a bit differently. The morning routine is always evolving. But without the morning routine, I would be lost. I'm big, as you know, into the whiteboard. That's something I do before bed each day. I plan out. I have the whole week roughly, but the next day I'll have hour by hour. I wake up and I waste no time. I get right to it. Jane, you're crushing it this episode. Thank you again for stopping by. I think it's now the perfect time to hop into this spotlight story. I'm excited for everyone tuning in today. If you're in an entrepreneurial couple, this is an article that can help you immensely as not only do we have a great write-up from marriage.com, we have Dr. Jane with us. So let's dive right into it. It's compounded when spouses are business partners, the lines between marriage and work are very blurred. Conflicts in the relationship tend to hinder the progress of the business. Entrepreneurial hardship can cause romance to sour, but yet... As the article's writer is someone who co-runs a successful therapy practice with his wife, he can tell you that entrepreneurship can also elevate your partnership and solidify your love. 
You may experience together the rush of success, the shared joy of your hard work paying off, and the peace of financial stability. You just need to do it right. <laughs> Here's their story. My wife is a driven, accomplished, and focused woman. She sets her mind on something and accomplishes it quickly. She graduated from high school at age 14, earned two college degrees, one in architecture and one in construction management, going on to a successful year career Excuse me, at a young age. Him, on the other hand, dabbled in filmmaking and stage comedy before becoming a therapist. He worked hard and gained an education, but no one would accuse him of being in a hurry. He always made time for fun and never was as organized or strategic as she was. They got married, had five kids. She put her career on hold to raise and teach them, putting their family stability in the hands of a man who, at the time, earned far less than she'd been earning and who was not used to hitting goals at the pace she hit them. Bills piled up. They tried to avoid it, but they got into debt. Well, I felt very incompetent as a therapist, he said. As a business owner, I was out of my depth. Despite working 60-plus hours a week, we weren't getting ahead. Our company plateaued. I gained permanent scar tissue on my arm from donating plasma eight times a month because the extra $200 made a big difference at the time. Wow. I felt inadequate and ashamed, frustrated. We argued. The stress was heavy on our marriage. I gained a lot of weight. I wrestled with anxiety. She started depression. Now I'm going to get into what changed. For starters, we signed up for a year's worth of business coaching. It was intense, and we had to rebrand and redesign our business model from the ground up. Roles shifted as she became CEO, focusing on business and marketing, and he became clinical director, focusing on clients' needs and hiring and training of new therapists. I like this part of the article because they're leveraging their strengths and working together to eliminate the weakness. Following the guidance of their coach, they began to innovate with the online relationship courses to reach a wider audience, and they said it worked. The business started thriving, and so did their marriage. Here are some takeaways they give, and then we're going to bring Jane back on. One, get your spouse's support. Create unified goals and a shared vision. Find time for your marriage. Resolve conflict effectively. If your business partners and spouses do it right. Harness the power of personality. Dr. Jane, a lot going on in this article. What are some of your takeaways? What can you add to our audience? Yeah, I love how they... The two things that I love most is the communication mm -hmm. and that, oh, my mind just went blank on the other one. Oh, was it leverage your strengths? Oh, oh, yep, yep, take time yep. for your marriage. That was it. Take time for your marriage. Whether you're entrepreneurs or not, many of us have the belief that if we're married, it should just work out. And we forget that any relationship, whether you're married or not, whether you're a lifetime commitment or not, right. always takes feeding and nourishing and time, right? Mm -hmm. So that when the time we put into our partnerships, our relationships, if it's, you know, time of being together, it's never wasted time. If it's time of getting to know them and being curious and expanding, it's never wasted time. And mm -hmm. it will feed back into the business. The so time you put in... Yeah. The little things you're saying, right? Play a difference in entrepreneurship and in business and in marriage. It's something that no matter how far technology progresses, I feel there won't be anything to actually replicate in human interaction, face-to-face, -face, spending time with each other, getting that. I mean, FaceTime right now, it's it's a mimic of that. It's a great job for us during COVID, especially when we couldn't do much to get that interaction. But to me, and I, I would like to hear your thoughts, I think that 
is far the best. Absolutely. Yeah, I just started reading a book. I think it's Crucial Conversations by Cheryl Turkle. And it is blowing my mind, the research that is showing how that when, when we communicate through our devices, we lose empathy. And we lose the ability to struggle with the silences, the awkwardness, the, um, the just the less than perfect communication that happens on the spot in person. Now, video is the second best way to communicate. But still, there's nothing like those conversations face-to-face -face where we grow, where we show our vulnerability, where we get awkward and we recover. And it's great stuff. I'm totally with you on that. Yes, thank you for adding that. And I hope to one day meet you and all of the great guests, the audience, people who support the show. I have big plans for this great big event. I'm hoping around the three-year point here of weekly episodes, I find a way to bring everybody together. It's just I found with COVID and all these things still going on, holidays, there's always you know, something else going on because we're still moving so fast. So when the time is right, everyone, I am looking forward to a great, great event because there's a lot of talent on these podcast series I've had. I've tried to bring in, I should say, different industries to help people who want different things. And now I'm excited that we have Dr. Jane here. It's not often I get the mental health side of things in this show. And I think that you're doing a great job in everything you do to inspire our audience that the world is the limit. You have worldwide clients, not just in Seattle. If I recall, you weren't just in Seattle. You've been a little bit of everywhere all over this each side, east, west. I started on the east coast. Yep. I grew up in Pennsylvania, went to college in Minnesota, moved outside of New York City, mm -hmm. Illinois, and now Seattle. I love it. Well, keep growing and keep shining. Jane, it's back to you. What is one of your greatest lessons learned in entrepreneurship? It's to celebrate my, my successes and wins and small victories. <laughs> That, especially as perfectionists, I'm like, well, I should do more. There's more to, like, there's always more to do. But when I take time to go, wow, I did, like, when I create an online course, wow, I did that module. Yay, I'm done. Yay. That actually, in our brain, creates neurochemicals to help wire in that kind of behavior. So celebrating ourselves, even though we're taught, like, oh, who do you think you are? Don't be selfish. Don't be, like, be humble celebrating ourselves not making ourselves better than others but just going oh yay me that's the difference right there yes, it's that is the difference in entrepreneurship there's a lot of work most of it goes unseen not that any of us really do it for the the pat in the back but do it for yourself don't worry about what others opinions are i've learned that the only way to do it is stick to your plan to your mission and things will start to grow and then all of a sudden a lot more people you'll find are going to be agreeing with your your movement, which is funny, I find as you gain momentum, <laughs> as you gain momentum, you start to get people's minds changed. I should say as a younger entrepreneur, my target audience wasn't really my inner circle. I had to do my networking and that's what led us to together today. But before I let you go, Jane, my favorite yeah. question, what is the name of the entrepreneur you would choose to sit down with dead or alive to have a nice conversation with? I'm going to choose two. Dana Wilde, who wrote the book Train Your Brain, and Brene yeah. Brown, because Brene Brown just brings it as far as vulnerability, conversation, being real and authentic. And mm -hmm. I think we, we need more of that in our world. Where are you going to have these meetings go down if you could choose that too? 
Oh, that's a great question. Um, well, I love the ocean. So hanging out under an umbrella, watching the ocean, talking to people, going love out and that. swimming, that would be my dream. Sounds great. We'll be sure to tag them when this episode goes live. We'll make it happen. Jane, where can everybody find more about what you do? All things Jane. Uh, the easiest way is to go to everydaylove.me. Then you can uh, sign up for my love notes, which I send out, frankly, when I want to, when I'm inspired to. I don't follow that rule of you got to do it once a week. Right. That doesn't work for it. It doesn't make me happy. So, I'm the same way with my newsletter. I'm actually getting ready to put one out at the end of this week as we are closing out this entrepreneur show yearly set list. I'm going to put that in the newsletter and so much more. Jane, thank you for sharing your contact info and thank you so much for a great show. Everyone tuning in, I am at Vincent A. Lancey on YouTube and all social media. The show is hashtag that entrepreneur show and at that entrepreneur show. I'm excited to see you all next Friday for a new show. Jane, until we talk next, have a great day. You too. Thank you. Thank you.